Welcome to You, But More Powerful. I'm your host, Rhiannon, and this is your go-to podcast for raw and expansive messages from health, fitness, business, and mindset, and as always, with a little bit of fun sprinkled in. My purpose is to help you step into your most powerful self and build your dream life. You'll gain clarity, connection, and confidence with a whole lot of practical skills along the way. I know you're in exactly the right place to level up, build the body, mindset, and life you absolutely love and thrive in. Let's go. Okay, so this is take two of starting this podcast episode, but I did realize that I had my pink jumper on and I couldn't leave Bianca with the Kingdom of Strength hoodie. For those that don't know and you're new to this page, Kingdom of Strength is my partner's brand and Bianca just got her fresh hoodie and I was like, you know what? I need to put the black one on. So here we are doing a take two starting again. Matching. I love it. That's it. We got to match, right? There's like a lot of matching things that we're going to discuss over this, you know, next sort of 45 minutes to an hour. Um, But no, an official welcome to the podcast episode. (laughs) Hello, Um, everyone. Hello again for the second time and the third time. Maybe we should just like make sure we're coordinated. Do you have black tights on or? I do. Wait, wait, wait. (laughs) There we go. There we go. We are matching. Okay, perfect. I love, well, always in the active wear. <laughs> I know, right? That's oh, it's I I live in it. Like I cannot go without it now. It's just it's a staple. And I do need I to was find- thinking about um when like football and our football is back and I was like, oh my god, like what am I gonna wear? I don't own like normal pants anymore. Like I wear active wear pants all the time. Like, um, we need to change the outfits and the uniform, please. Yeah, change it up. I love it. Um, no, I was just about to say I put on the, everyone's asked to share the results. So I probably will do that. So anyone, probably by the time they're listening, the story will be expired, but I did put up a post today asking for recommendations of like the best black activewear set and crop shop boutique seems to be a very big crowd favorite. So yeah, I've heard about it. Yeah. I've got a couple of their pieces actually. And yeah, activewear, I could talk about this all day, but (laughs) We came on here to talk about all of your amazing things, your wins. So like there's been so many shifts and changes and I don't even know where to start. Like it's like how long have we been working together for now? I feel like it's only two years. I feel like it is coming out. We need to find that and celebrate our anniversary. (laughs) I remember it was like mid-year or something. I feel like it was like not like all the COVID stuff was happening. I was going to say like it's way back when, you know what I mean? Like it feels like feels like a lifetime ago but then it also feels like yesterday and then it's like but it's been a long time yeah so, well I guess that was like I don't know like how we mentioned before it wasn't taken seriously maybe at first and stuff it just kind of was like getting, getting into, into it. it a little bit it's probably like I would I tell people like it's been more serious for like a year now yeah definitely and I think that's really like a really good thing for people to hear as well and you know say yourself like flashback to then it's like thinking about sometimes we have this false expectation of like, it needs to be perfect. And I'm not going to start until I'm hundred percent ready. And it's like, if you never got started and go through those kind of not, they're not, not serious phases. Like you still produce amazing results. And I know we'll touch on that about how much of a (laughs) perfectionist you are. Um, But you know what I mean? It's like, there were still results that we saw. There were still shifts and changes and all of that forms part of like what you need to do to succeed and get you to like, I'm looking at your stats and your figures here where total body measurements 80 centimeters down like what the heck that's like mic drop <laughs> we need to clip that part and pop that that leaves the room <laughs> yeah ciao my all my work here is done um 
But it's like all of those things have formed part of like getting you to hear, you know, and to take things more seriously and, you know, obviously in your words. Um, but if we flash back to to then, what really what really got you started into becoming the the gym queen that you are? Well, I feel like for a while I remember like, I don't know, I was always like the bigger big kid and everything, my family especially. And for so long, I was just so, like, trying things that were just clearly not working. Um, obviously, my best friend, Liz, we kind of became friends because she's, like, part of my sister's friendship group. She was starting to go to the gym. I started to go with her. And I just started to be like, actually, like, I like this. And then that's when I think, like, um, she signed up to your coaching. And then I organised the call with you and I thought, like, I was just going to, like, talk about it but I was like oh maybe like I won't join like I don't think it's right for me yet and as soon as we ended that call like I was I was joined with you as soon as we started talking I was like we like clicked and I was like you know what like time to invest my own money in myself for once and I'm so glad I made that choice like two years ago oh that like I'm literally like tearing up like with happy tears I was like it's like from the get-go like honestly I I do remember that conversation I'm sure that you were sitting in front of your lounge on your laptop yeah yeah in my my mum's house yeah oh far out it literally feels like a lifetime ago and look for anyone that's listening to this as well like obviously yes like I do um the glow up coaching but it's really important that whoever you're working with, right, whether it be a coach for health and fitness, a coach for business, a coach for life, whatever it is, the vibe needs to be on. You know what I mean? Like you need to connect with that person and that person needs to be able to connect back with you because the nature of any kind of coaching relationship, for it to be a successful one and see like long-term results, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's like you need to be able to speak openly um, and also like hear what that person has to say and make sure that you're a right fit. Because if you, at that time, at that point in time, if you said to me, like, I don't know, I want to be a marathon runner, I'd be like, probably not a good fit. You know what I mean? Like what I'm doing here is not necessarily going to be well suited to you. Difference of like some short-term runs and things. And we have some goals within the team that we chip away at, but marathon running, whole different kettle of fish, right? So, you know, it's, it is, it's like, it's the vibe needs to be good. (laughs) I think it's because as soon as we started talking, you mentioned like your beauty background and I was like, oh my God, like that's what I do. Yeah. And I'm like, how like, I don't know, I feel like it's very unlikely to find that within someone as well. Yeah. No, I I agree. It's kind of like, I feel like we were connecting on so many different levels on like, you know, some of the things that you mentioned for those that have listened to my episode one, I spoke a lot about like an overweight upbringing and just kind of going through that those, you know, bits and pieces throughout teenage years and into adulthood and like just maybe some unhealthy relationships with myself and food and you name it, right? But then it was also like that kind of connection. But then it was also like discussing around makeup and all of those things. And yeah, it was from the get-go. I was just like, oh, Mecca Queen, we're on. (laughs) We're into it. (laughs) 100%. So obviously for that kind of flashback and I want to paint a bit of a picture and really just talk about all like all of the things that have gotten you to hear because it is one of those things that the time passes right and I'm sure you feel this is that the time goes so quickly it's almost hard to imagine what you were like at that point in time yeah for sure sometimes I look at myself and I'm like oh yeah like not much is different and then I look back at photo like a month ago and I'm like oh wait like I'm just too in my head about these things reality is there's so many things that's changed within when I first started with you to now 100% and I think for everyone listening take the damn photos like can you vouch for like the photos are the vibe 
Yes, I literally like on the way to the gym last night, I shoved my phone to Liz and I was like, when I start the year, when I write my goals for the year, I'd put in like, obviously like gym goals this year compared to previous years. And I put photo, like I feel like what my like average weight was that first week, I put in photos and I was getting Liz to look back at like, like last week's photos. Maybe it was actually yesterday's photos. Too. Oh, they were. Um, like three months ago and I'm just like oh my god to me I'm like I look at them I'm like oh but then she starts indicating like no look at this part of your body here to this part and I was really just sitting there and I was like oh okay you're like hey like I did that you're like woo. No, I think one that's so valuable like and that and that's something a credit to you you've been so committed to that process from the very get-go and I know that there's conversations that I've had within the team or myself included that you know they'd wish they'd taken a few more photos at that time or not been shy of things because it's now the times where like again flicking over to here seeing that you're 31 centimeters off your waist since we very began like that's ridiculous like legit ridiculous like if we think about like a five centimeter ish is roughly um a dress size like how many dress sizes that is in comparison no, wait though. I have my measuring tape near me I want to like yeah double check pull out the measuring tape I really want to like this is commitment how much do you I say 31 it. yeah yeah hold it up let's let's see like it's a lot That's it's like a, it's a like... whole yeah like hello oh my god look at my head well, and that's what I'm I'm thinking now too, flashing back to last week's conversation, if we can touch on that, it was like, I'm not doing anything right. I'm not getting results. And I was like, hold up. That's who? I was like. It's because I needed to be like whacked back into place. Like clearly there was just maybe there's like two to three things, like three things I just need to slightly tweak in what I was doing. And then as soon as I do that, like. Bang. A kilo in a week. I was looking at the like data and I was like what just happened you're like level up boom yeah and look I think a lot of people are going to be able to resonate that with that myself included I know there's been times where you know the weight's not shifting or things aren't moving and you do kind of feel like oh I'm doing everything but it's being able to see the blind spots of like okay I want to focus on this and I want to focus on that and it's like well you're actually doing that really well and that's you know that's enough there but this kind of area this is the point where And we identified, you know, protein, for example, we're like, let's just bump this up ever so slightly. This is our non-negotiable, you know, we, we set those pass or fail goals for the week. Let's nail that and see what happens. And it's just like that small little tweak and change a little bit of restructuring within your schedule. And then boom, the results are coming thick and fast. Um, And I think, you know, again, this is, I have a coach myself. So it's like, making sure that we're, we're more emotionally invested in our results. So sometimes our vision can be skewed and think, oh, I've got to lift a little bit heavier or maybe I didn't do this right. Or like you start just kind of sending yourself around in circles, but having someone objectively, a coach zoom out and be like, Hey, let's focus here. Then if the result doesn't come, then we make another shift, but it's like, you made that little change and then shit's getting real. Yeah. It was even like, I know, I feel like I wasn't doing enough like cardio to me I was doing a little bit and I was like yeah this is enough but when and I like how you just prescribed it over the week because I know like there was one of those days where I didn't have enough time to do the whole amount but I was able to make up for it another day and I pretty much I think that was a good push because I looked back and I was like oh maybe I actually wasn't doing enough cardio for the goals that I want to reach 
Yeah. And that's it. Like we talk about that. Like obviously if we think about the energy balance equation, energy in through our food and drink energy out. And we know that we need to manipulate that to be able to see the results that we want to see. So we're currently now for those listening in a fat loss phase, headed into the photo shoot, getting some incredible results. And I cannot wait like this photo shoot comparatively to last time leaps and bounds different. Um, but it's also really exciting, but I'm digressing a little bit. But then if we think about, okay, we can utilize energy expenditure through prescription of cardio or adding extra days or all these bits, you know, bits and pieces, these variables, but actually breaking it down being like, okay, what do we have to, you know, utilize steps? We're kind of pushing that upper threshold at the moment. So maybe we want to add something in like our, our cardio. And then, you know, what I see happen to, you know, myself back in the day, many people before I've worked with them as well, is it's like, some people work really, really well off like, okay, this is specifically how much cardio you're going to do on a day-to-day basis. But if we look at it, how we zoom things out, like your step count or your weight, we're looking at those average details, right? So on average over the week, what are we doing? So even if we're down slightly in steps on one day, we can make up for those on another day. Same thing with that cardio. It's like, okay, let's look at your prescription for the week. So on the days where we have a little bit more time up our sleeve due to whatever reason, do a little bit more if you have the capacity to do so. But as long as we're hitting this over the course of the week, that's going to be fine. Um, and, and do you feel like just having that conversation and perspective shift is what changed for you? Yeah, because I know like when I look at my weeks, I know there's certain days where I'm not getting as much steps in because I know like Friday I work nine till seven. Yeah, I can go for a walk depending on like how I'm feeling and the daylight savings. Ending is going to ruin it a little bit, but I'm going to try my hardest to still get a walk in. But I know that day I can't get as much steps in. So then being able to get push it another day to get a few more in to make up for it, I think is good because otherwise I'd be stressing and disappointed that like, oh, I didn't hit my steps that day, even though like I literally pushed and did as many as I possibly could, even though sometimes I doesn't still hit it. It only like goes so far. Yeah, definitely. And, and that's it. Like if we think about our lives and the nature of your work, it's like, you're not just working a nine to five, right? So, you know, your, your days and weeks are slightly varied. So it makes sense, like being able to, you know, schedule and plan things out and be like, okay, on this day, we anticipate roughly this amount of step. And we know that if we need to drive up our output for the goals that we have, then yes, there will become a little bit of a sacrifice where we might need to pop in a walk before this day and this day, because these are our, our shorter days. But that's what being able to track that information, see it and reflect against the goal and what your data is doing to make those decisions. And, you know, we, we made that decision together of like, okay, steps, let's leave these as is at the moment. Let's focus our attention and energy here, drive that up. And then we can utilize those other tools. But sometimes, you know, and what I see go horribly wrong regularly is that everyone just tries to do everything. Let's just smash out all the cardio. Let's do all the amount of training sessions. Let's eat next to nothing. And then it's like, now you're sick, run down, rinse and like it's just that never ending cycle, yeah. And have you yeah. have you experienced that? Yeah, I feel like I have times maybe like when I first started deficits and I wasn't completely sure what was going on. Like I feel like I would try to like eat that little bit less because I think it would be beneficial when now I'm like eating any every little bit of calorie I can. Um and now if I do feel slightly a bit tired. I know it's because I'm not, I'm in a deficit. Like if I'm sitting there and I'm like, why am I a bit tired? I got enough sleep. I'm like, oh, I am in a deficit. Like it's going to happen. So I think it's being like understanding a lot more like why I'm feeling like this, where before I would have probably just kept 
pushing and keeping those like unhealthy habits that weren't sustainable. Yeah, no, you said it perfectly. And like, I feel like, you know, the, obviously from a coach perspective of seeing the shift from the very first deficits to now and the success that you have, and really just that shift in perspective of like, this isn't forever. And these are the things that are going to happen. And we know that if we just try and drop our food too low, our performance is going to take a hit. And then that drives down our output and all of these pieces of the puzzle. So it's like, okay, we want to be specific and intentional around the things, you know, the the moves like a chess piece, you know, chessboard, I should say, moving the chess piece, all right, let's move this one, let's do this, let's do that. And then actually having a very structured approach in the sense of like, okay, what is the goal? What is the time frame? when is the end date for this and actually having an end date and an exit strategy to get you out of the deficit, not just like never ending and going around in circles. Right. So let's flash back. I think, was it the first or second deficit phase that we did that you wanted to extend it? Oh, I know. Tough like question. Maybe the second, I feel like it was like not last year, but the year before. I feel like that was one of them. Yeah. I wanted to push it into like the new year or something because I just wanted to reach that certain goal even though I still didn't but but it's like okay when what lessons and things like we sort of took away from that was setting this like bar of like okay just then and then and then like just pushing the goalpost back over and over with no real like structure and fine tuning of like the things that really matter so like having a look at the protein or having a look at the output with your cardio that we do now it's like if we reflect and hindsight is beautiful and sometimes we have to go through those times where we just keep pushing it back and back and we want to extend it but then we're kind of not really committed because it's we in our minds we know that we're just pushing it back and back all the time and then that almost sets us up to fail I'm so excited for my deficit end (laughs) I feel like I feel like for me, knowing that we've talked about a growth phase and I've never had that before, that I'm just like, every time I'm eating less or something, I'm like eating like a sad meal. I'm just like, oh my God, in like two months time, I'll be able to eat like so much more. Yeah. And that pushes me through because I keep telling myself, I'm like, obviously like we've got the countdown to the shoot. So I'm like, okay, my deficit's probably going to end the day we leave for Sydney. Mm-hmm. So now my motivation is just like it's like four weeks away. Like after that, you can have a bit more freedom. So that just like it's not like old me that would be like, oh, I want to push back. Like I'm happy. Like if if the shoot was next week, like I'd be happy where I am right now. And yeah, I have like a slight little like goal in mind that's probably like two more kilos or something. But like if I don't reach it, like that's fine. Yeah. It's so good because like, you know, that you can come back to that. You know, that you've got an end date and we're not pushing it back and back. It's like, this is the time. Give it everything that you've got. And then from there, we reassess and go, all right, what's the next goal? And shifting into that growth phase, having more flexibility with food and having more, just more energy. Like that's the thing is like, people think that the deficit's the be all and end all, but there's trade-offs with everything. Like, yeah, in a deficit phase, you're going to see progress at a much quicker rate comparatively to a growth phase, right? It's going to happen a lot slower. but the trade-offs to that is like you're tired, fatigued, you're low energy. You don't want to, you know, the emotions are running high, especially at that time of the month when you're in a deficit phase. Like the vibe is just completely off. But it's like knowing that you have that end date and then being like, yep, this is it, switching gears. I really want to touch on what you said about loving like where you're at, like enjoying all of the processes and the, the process that's getting you this result and being actually comfortable and happy with who you are, how you look, how you lift, how you feel 
What do you think has been the reason for that? I hope you're enjoying this episode. I just wanted to take a quick break to let you know how you can work with me. I currently have places inside of the Glow Up program. If you don't know what this is, it is a completely personalized programming, nutrition, and education online coaching service. I've specifically designed this to help women get strong and shape their physique, whether that's lose fat, build muscle, or both. The Glow Up is best suited for women who love lifting, but haven't ever had their programming or nutrition customized specifically to them. Maybe you've dabbled in some classes or you've seen some results from PDFs and other app programs. You wanna get better, more efficient and long-term sustainable results, all whilst learning a whole heap about your body along the way. Maybe you've had a coach before, but you're still struggling with overtraining, under-eating and that all or nothing fixed mindset approach. Nothing is ever good enough and you wanna be able to hit those results without constantly crashing and burning or just burning the candle at both ends. To claim your spot, DM me the glow up on Instagram or hit the show notes for your application form. I'll be in touch to let you know for a good fit. I just, I don't know. I feel like my confidence levels have just completely changed. And I don't know like at what point that changed or like, cause I feel like it happened not when I wasn't in a deficit. I feel like my confidence started to change around like after the shoot around like November and stuff like that so it's like before I even hit this recent deficit I was starting to just feel like a bit more confidence I feel like I see family I don't see as often that are a bit more like I don't know they're not going to give you compliments but they're seeing me and they're like you're looking good and that just like hits a certain point where I'm just like okay and like I sent you that video that time about how six months ago showing my shoulders and everything like you would not catch me dead doing it like I was like I'm finding a dress for an occasion. I'm like, okay, it has to cover my shoulders. Like, that's an insecurity. Now, nearly every outfit I've been wearing lately shows my shoulders, maybe because I got a bit more of a tan, but <laughs> I just, like, I've got the worst. I have to get a tan for the shoot because I've got the worst tan lines at the moment. Like, it's so bad. Actually, I do think I um, saw that in your check-in picture. <laughs> and my cheeky new tattoos. I feel like I was posing and I'm like, I didn't even tell her I got new tattoos. And now it's just like. Every, every yeah, week looks, we've got a new. Where, yeah, I'm already getting one the day before the shoot as well. <laughs> I love it. But, yeah, it's just like that confidence has changed and now you'll see me, yeah, taking more photos of myself in the mirror, just like all this, my camera roll. Every time before I go to the gym, I feel like I'm taking a photo of my outfit. Like it's just completely different. So now it's like, okay, now I, where can I, whatever I do, whatever phase I go into, I'm going to be still happy with where I am. Yeah, that's honestly like amazing and a credit to all the hard work that you've put in. Like there was a moment just to paint the picture for those listening that don't know you that you're like, oh, I don't want to record myself in the gym. Like I'm going to sneak myself into the back corner and I'm staying in the girls section and I ain't doing shit. Like take this exercise off oh, my now program. Oh, I'm the men's part and I want to like flex at them. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Shirt off. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm like. Don't come near me with my Justin Bieber blasting in my headphones. <laughs> Actually, that's such a topic. Like, we'll have to, I want to do like a poll and like hear what everyone's like go to gym music is because I feel like it's so varied for everyone. Like, we've got people listening to like, it's Friday. <laughs> I feel like it's changed. Like, I had like my normal kind of, I don't know, I've got weird music taste. So for a while, I was listening to all like the remixes and stuff. But then I went into like background. Like, I absolutely love like my heavy metal, my emo kind of music lately like that's been hitting hard like 
it absolutely screaming in my ear. So and that's just, how your PBs surviving. come out. <laughs> yeah. Someone's like For yelling sure. at you like, ah, and you're like, I've got to lift it. You're like, that's you're like screaming with it. <laughs> I'm just picturing all of those like gym memes and stuff now with like Ronnie Coleman, like yelling, like yelling out like, like the other day um, in my gym at Derriman's, they started to play, you know, like how The Rock came out with a song? Oh, yeah. That started playing over the speakers. and I, Oh, my God. I was dying. I had to take my headphones down. I'm like, I have to listen to this. Gym music, though, like I know a couple of times like my headphones have died and I'm like, oh, no, and it really can kill the mood. Like it can either like pick it up or pull it down. And I remember one time someone had requested like just the most like, dad songs like you know what I mean like it was something my dad would like listen to while he's trying to like like fix his car or something like that and I was like this is just killing the vibe like I can't do this anymore but that's oh it's so annoying when you like get into the gym and you're all hyped up and your headphones are dead or like you realize you forgot them and you're just like oh like okay how am I gonna do this I know luckily enough like Michael and I go to the gym separately like even if we're training at the same gym we'll go at different times or on the weekend like we might sort of see each other there and um yeah the other day I hadn't left and like he's called me and he's like hey have you left home yet (laughs) and I was like what did you leave here and he's like my weight belt and my headphones and I was like all right like I'll bring them like it's such a crucial element like when you don't have your headphones like the session the vibe is off but I do want to talk about some of your um, training like wins and massive, massive growth in terms of like your form. And like you, like you mentioned, the confidence, like I can't even put it into words and I hope people just see it. You know, we'll have to like put some flashes up on the screen of like your old check-in photos comparing to like now check-in photos and not just the physical transformations, like the confidence levels and the showing, you know, like just your skin. And like you mentioned all of those things yourself, but seeing you shift in terms of like the way that you view your progress in the gym as well. Like, you know, on the weeks that where you mightn't see that progressive overload, you know, sometimes we'll have that crossover period in a training block. I remember that would kind of like eat up at you and be like, Oh, like I didn't lift heavier. I didn't do this. Whereas like comparing to now, it's like, sometimes you'll see, okay, like my form has improved. Okay. So that's an improvement and I'm doing this better and I'm doing that. And not just like ego lifting, you know, just trying to like add as much weight to the bar as possible. It's like you're actually being like much more specific and intentional. What do you think has been like the biggest, I guess, catalyst for change, but also like what do you credit your shift in perspective with your training to? I think because I also, I slowly started to find out what exercises, like exercises I like. Yeah. Almost because I, I feel like as in when you like it, you're more going to be like excited to do it. You fix your form. Um, obviously recording for sure is what's helped me. Like as soon as I am doing one exercise, I'm like, oh, this would be cool. And I literally, after I recorded, like I sit there and I slowly go through it and I look at it myself or I've been at the gym and I'm doing an exercise and Liz is like looking at me and I'm like, what? And she's like, maybe just slightly do this instead. So then that changes my perspective. I don't like eat myself over like, oh, I didn't lift as heavy like yesterday. Like I didn't eat well at all I was definitely didn't eat my deficit yesterday I don't know what happened <laughs> I was so excited today I was like oh I'm gonna wake up I'm gonna be ready I'm more organized that kind of stuff but like my training wasn't the best last night and I didn't like I'm like okay yeah this is probably the first time this program I haven't increased um my weight over the week but I'm like but you know why but that's okay because I'm still yeah and I'm still lifting so it's not like I've just given 
up. I'm like, I still made it. I still did everything I could yesterday knowing that I didn't eat the best. And now I'm just like, it's okay. That just fueled me for today. Like, oh, watch me. I'll probably smash out a PB today because of the extra food yesterday. Yeah. And that, like, and that's it. It's like, you know, we don't expect perfect weeks like from ourselves or a coach expecting that. Like our aim of the game is to try and get a 10 out of 10 week. But if we don't get that, the world doesn't end. You know what I mean? And it's how we speak to ourselves after, after the fact. And like you said there, it's like dust yourself off, pick yourself back up. Cool. I've got extra fuel. I'm going to get a big juicy pump. Like my booty gains are going to look good. I'm going to be able to pop off the leg out and get the, you know, the shot at the gym and like feel really confident with your training. Right. And then readjust and reset. It's like, you have so much more knowledge and understanding of like how things work comparatively to where we first started that it's like, okay, now I kind of know why, like previous, you know, we'd have those conversations and I'd be like, okay, how come, you know, my lifts aren't going up, but you can now reflect on that yourself and analyze and go, okay, like my eating was off. This wasn't here. That needed to be tidied up. I'm going to wake up and I'm going to do better rather than I suck (laughs) and now it's all over and I should give up, you know, and that's a credit to the changes that you've implemented. There's just something about like training at the moment that I just love. And like, yeah. I loved, I guess, since we got a new program, I was like, or like new phase, I was like, hell yeah, let's get into it. I love telling you, like, I want a hip thrust in it because I feel like I can lift heavy. I feel like I can make progress in that. And if I do slightly feel a bit weaker that day, then I can do an extra. There's a few times I've literally done a fifth set just so that I could hit that progressive overload. And I'm just like, why do you do an extra few reps in that like set like that? We love that for us. So uh, slight interruption into the <laughs> recording there. You were saying that you were hitting the progressive overload um, with your hip thrust. And obviously, so just to paint a bit of a picture for those, like I know you and I can visualize um, the spreadsheet that we work out of, you know, your girl over here loves a spreadsheet, um, but being able to, we have a section where we'll pop in, you know, we've got our exercise program, we pop in our weights, our reps, we can see that total volume and we can see that accumulation over time. So, you know, we're, we're wanting to see that um, progression. And sometimes we might need to add in some ways to, you know, increase that through extra sets or reps or drop sets or whatever it may be to be able to hit that, right? So just for those that are listening that may not know what we're talking about. And if you have questions, as always, drop them below, slide them in the inbox. We love to chat. But you were saying about your hip thrust. So I didn't want to you off. Go again. <laughs> Yeah, I found like we had one phase where I don't think I, I don't think I fully committed to the phase. I think it was one of those times where I felt sick and stuff like that. But I was like, I like these. I feel like I can go heavy in them. I feel like, and now I absolutely like love doing. It. I mean, sometimes I'm like, oh, I've got to set it up. She's <laughs> the pain, but I'm like, I get so excited because I'm like, I've found what there's certain exercises where I'm like, I do them and I'm like, you know what, I'm just not feeling it let me try doing it this way or like as we said I used to do it on the barbell but then I started doing it on the smith machine because I'm like I'm able to like have more like control keeps my and... form in check and stuff like that and now I feel like I just I vibe with it I it's, enjoy it <laughs> it's so good and like you know obviously to offer like what I've been able to see and um you know seeing your confidence shift and change but also knowing what you like and want, but also not being attached to like, it has to be this one and only way, you know, like there's all different variations of a squat. It doesn't need to be a specific barbell squat, similar to, you know, your deadlifts. We've got RDLs, we've got other things and ways that we can train certain muscles. And like, we're going to use different, you know, 
I guess, exercise selection and exercise order and different things across different phases for different, you know, goals that we're trying to achieve at the time. So, you know, now it's like the strength um, and, you know, the strength goals that we're seeing are a little bit not off to the side, but whilst we're in the fat loss phase and the physique progress is the sort of main driver at the moment headed into the photo shoot before we switch those gears where the strength becomes the main focus and seeing those progressions with your lifts and having your physique be the byproduct of that. You know, we kind of like flipping the switches and I've just been able to witness and see your ability to be able to switch gears and to be able to come in and out of phases so much more seamlessly. Like, have you felt that as well? I think so. Like, um this recent deficit because I remember we literally spoke about it when we were with each other in Sydney when I was like hey like I think next deficit we do like we had nothing to do with the photo shoot either we naturally said like oh I reckon like start of the year is gonna be more beneficial because I don't have to do with birthdays and everything like start of the year is pretty cruisy for me I think that's when I should go into a deficit because that would be most beneficial for me so I love that we we're able to like we kind of like eased into it almost like I know we did like one week and we just got back into just tracking my food but I went back to like I think I was still trying to train during it but I went back to like properly at the gym and we just like eased into it it wasn't just like all right from this day like you're in a deficit drop the calories and obviously like um all the doctor issues and everything in that changed it a little bit but again I feel like we were able to ease into what I'm doing right now like I, I would tell you like hey I'm focusing on my, my eating this week I focus on my training on my water and then now it just all links in together yeah and I think that's so good for anyone else to hear is like sometimes it might be like all right pull the pin we're in a good position let's send it and there's going to be other times where it was at the back end of the festive season and then we had you know new years and all of these kind of like social events and things and kind of competing priorities right so we turn sort of dials down from time to time and turn dials up and it's like you know we had that conversation of like all right let's just one piece of the puzzle each and every week to get you to a point where you're feeling really good and you know at the end of the day when we look back that time passes anyway right like that six to eight weeks is just going to fly by but then you look back and you're like okay that one little thing that I did there and then there they all kind of catapult and they build that momentum and you're you know leaps and bounds in front of where you would have been if you never got started and you just go I've got to go zero to 100 now it's like really like me just saying that out loud actually really paints that picture of how much you've shifted from that all or nothing approach into being more able to ride the wave, so to speak, you know, it's like, all right, I'll turn this dial up. Obviously there was a section where you got sick, um, you know, and then having to turn certain dials down and, and readjust your focus and look at different metrics to track progress. Because there was a point where um, from a, you know, a medical standpoint, the weight fluctuations were moving in a direction that you wanted them to be, but not for necessarily the right reasons, right? So it's like, we're not going to celebrate scale drops while we're sick. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, we, we want to get ourselves healthy first and foremost and priority and, and getting yourself basically back to that sort of maintenance level to then go back into what you needed to do. And, and that's a credit to your maturity, over this time, like really maturing within the gym and life and training and everything. Um, and also your commitment and dedication to, I want to be better. You know what I mean? Like I want to get results. And, and that's, that's something that 
you've created, you know what I mean? And no one can take that away from you. That mindset that you develop over this time through, you know, all the ups and downs and all the things that have happened where we're condensing like two years into like two minutes, but it's like all of this stuff has kind of gotten you to this point. So I guess that's a good segue. I wanted to chat a little bit about the plans for the rest of the year, obviously discussing the growth phase, which is really exciting. First time you've ever gone through one. And then flashing back to a time where, you know, building muscle was on the cards, but going into a growth phase was something like, oh, like I'm not quite where I want to be body fat level wise yet, but I do want to build muscle, but it's like, okay, let's tick this goal and then adjust. And that's obviously going to come with its own pros and cons. So I'd love to hear like your perspective on what gets you excited for the growth phase and what makes you nervous as well. I think it's like, we've never mentioned actually before a growth phase. It's only until like when we were planning this current year when we're like, you asked me like, would you be comfortable doing a growth phase? And I was just like, you know what? I think so because I now, I've made my work hours work around like my gym. Like I know pretty much I'm in that role right now where I'm like, all right, these are like the four days I train. I could train here if I need, like where old me would have been like, oh my God, what days am I going to train? Like I would do mornings, which I feel like now I'd rather the afternoon because I've got more fuel for the day. What excites me about the growth phase is being able to have like, of course, it's just going to be eating the food. I feel like I'm so excited to like have like a pre-workout snack instead of just eating like lunch and then having to go to the gym without a little snack in between. I think... (laughs) That little bit more something or like finishing the gym and having a post-workout snack. I think just stuff like that. Late night car snacks. (laughs) Especially when hopefully by then I should be living with Liz. Um, Because I'm like, oh, my God, she's already organized. She told me. She's like, oh, maybe like once a week, like once a fortnight, we can have like a night where we eat just like really bad. She's like. It makes us laugh so much because we love just getting food with each other. So she's like, oh, one night or like one sport night, we can just get takeaway and just like eat a feast with each other and stuff like that. And we don't have to feel bad for it because then we'll probably go to the gym the next day with each other. So it's like, I think that's really going to be beneficial because where I am currently, I feel like if I were to buy a bunch more food or anything, I don't have room for it. I feel like I'm they're not going to understand where Liz would be like, yeah, girl, eat your cereal before the gym or something like that. So, and it's funny, like that you're obviously we've had conversations around this. So I know a bit more than those that are listening, but it's like really having a look at the people that you surround yourself with and, you know, connecting with, and it's not to say um, that we can't be friends with people that don't go to the gym. Like it's not that at all. No, but it- they can, they can leave. <laughs> Don't want to deal with them. In the bin. <laughs> no, but it's like, it is, it's like tidying up your your network and your circle and connecting with those that have similar values. And, you know, like obviously you guys having that same common um, denominator of training and seeing that physique progress and both of you, you know, looking to build muscle and, and change the gears. And it's like, you know, we know that in a fat loss phase, food is at a, you know, a limited kind of amount. We know that, you know, I might leave the fat loss cheat sheet um, free guide in the resources below, but it's like, when we look at all of the things that are going to happen in a fat loss phase, the good thing in a fat loss phase is we see the fat loss. The negatives is everything else. (laughs) We're tired, fatigued, hungry, like all of those kind of things that start to happen. 
we can mitigate those as much as possible. So we can, you know, look for more highly satiating foods. We're going to fill our food, uh, sorry, fill our um, meals with less, uh, you know, nutrient, not nutrient dense foods. So, you know, some of those sometimes foods like your chips and your chocolates and takeaways and things like that. It's not to say they're off limits, but it is going to say that it's probably going to be a little bit harder when you're getting to the back of an end of a fat loss phase to have those in abundance as much. So it's like getting very calculated with that. Whereas the, you know, the flip side of a growth phase is obviously being able to fill our, you know, foods with our 80% whole foods and tick the box with all of our health markers first, and then start to put in some of those extra bits and pieces um, to fill the gaps and, and get that food um, up to where it needs to, to prioritize that muscle growth. So it's like being able to switch gears and, and know that like you're in this fat loss phase, you've decided, yep, this is what I want to do. This is what I want to achieve. Let's smash it. And then let's shift gears. And we're not living in a dieting phase forever. And, you know, I think that's something that obviously my passion comes in is like, I feel like a lot of people do get stuck in that never ending dieting phase. And they think, oh, the deficit is the answer forever. And I feel like there was a period of time where that was kind of on the cards for what, you know, what the conversations we were having. And it's really started to shift over time as you've really found your feet in the gym from, like I said, going from, I'm not recording myself. I'm not doing RDLs with the bar because I don't want to take up space to now shirt off flexing right in the middle of everyone. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, it's like that complete shift. And it's like, yeah, now let's get some serious gains. Like, let's build some serious muscle. <laughs> Hey, um, I love that just like in my mind it's also like I'm not thinking oh I'm never going to be in a deficit again it's like it would just depend on like what time of my life I am it's like yeah I've got my 21st at the end of the year obviously I don't want to be like in a growth phase and then feeling my like bulky <laughs> but like little chubby self my 21st like I obviously am expecting us to do like a small cut right near my 21st so then I can still feel good so I can still flex at everyone at my birthday yeah. as I do of course um <laughs> it's my favorite if I'm going out clubbing I'm obviously not in this phase I haven't been but like <laughs> in between I would so be flexing at people at the gym at like the club they're like can I see your ID and you're like sure <laughs> yeah. so I'm holding it like this like yeah that is so good imagine no, and, and like, that's the fun thing. It's like now, and this is, I can even feel the energy from here. It's like the fun part is starts now. It's like, you know, you're confident of like, okay, like I know that there's a start date and end date with the fat loss phase. As long as we adhere to the fundamental principles of fat loss, there's multiple different ways that we can pull our strings to achieve this result. There's going to be more optimal ways and less optimal ways, but we know that we have that confidence that we can execute. Yeah. And then it's like, now we change gears and like focus on something else. But we know that when we're ready to be in a fat loss phase, we know what we need to do. Like we have these things and we've, we've got the proof there that we've succeeded. And, you know, this has been developed over time. So now it's like, okay, we could put on, you know, X amount of kilos and whatever it may be and see that muscle growth and then go into a cut phase before, you know, our birthday or whatever kind of event that we're wanting to do and peel away the, you know, any excess fat and show the muscle that we have created during this growth phase. And, and that's where like, when we talk about training age, right, it's like training age is, you know, something that you develop with like following a consistent program, right? So when you're first new to the gym, you know, you're in that kind of beginner area, then, you know, you're following a structured program for that sort of six to 12 month period, you kind of reached the the limit on your newbie gains. And, and, you know, we, we saw that we kind of got to that point where things like plateaued and then it's like, now we need to be 
more specific and more intentional with what we're doing and what phases we're in. And, you know, in that beginning stage, it's kind of like, whatever you do, you're going to get this kind of result. And now it's like, now we're intentional and go, okay, we're going to do a fat loss phase for this period of time. Then we're going to go into a growth phase. Then we might spend some time, you know, at a cut phase and then maintaining that new body and then assess and adjust from there. And it's like, we need to put ourselves in these positions to, you know, maximize that because sitting at maintenance, like we should sit there for most of our lives at the end, you know, really, like when it comes down to, you're going to spend more time, like actually just maintaining yourself. And that's actually a lot of fun because, you know, being in a growth phase, the things that come with that as well is like that feeling of fullness, like so full, like you're literally overeating, right? So like being at maintenance is a little bit more comfortable, but you know, the progress is much slower there than, you know, being in a growth or a fat loss. So I think it's just utilizing these things to your advantage over time, rather than being tied to, I just need to see scales go down and I've always got to be in a fat loss phase and then just not executing correctly, really. So when it comes to the mindset stuff, because I know the conversation that we had last week was actually like awesome. We should have just pressed record on that and chucked it in is because like you really spoke about just being so overwhelmingly happy with yourself and your life and who you're surrounding yourself with and, and what that looks like. If you flash back to like 12 months prior, do you think you would have like, had you imagined your life being how it is now? Definitely not. Because I feel like back then I'd be wanting to hang out with friends, like all that kind of stuff where right now it's like, yeah, probably my closest friends do have similar lifestyles to me. And I I remember on the call I was explaining, like I don't feel like I'm missing out by not clubbing on the weekend when I'm at home by like 9 o'clock after the gym reading a book. Like I don't feel that sense of like going out I don't really feel that sense of like wanting takeaway going out for dinner. Like in my head, I'm like the grind is on. Like have I been to gym walk today? Like that's all I'm really caring about. Obviously, like I'm still wanting to like hang out with people, but so many people are, I've had people reach out to me being like, we should catch up soon. And I'm like, yeah, like if you want to like do this, like how about we wait until I'm back from Sydney in April? Like it's not that far away, but like just let me keep doing what I'm doing without getting distracted where I feel like previously – I would constantly be like, oh, I didn't eat well this day or this day because I was doing things. And I remember you'd always just be like, yeah, like just remember like what we're doing and I'll just keep losing track of right now. Like I don't feel like I need to do any of those things. They're like they're not interesting to me. I don't feel like I'm missing out by not going clubbing. It's like I'm only 20 turning 21 this year. Like I've still got like if I want to go out drinking later on this year, I can, just not this month or two. Yeah. No, I love it because, and that's it. It's like, you know, I just recently turned 29 and like, I still went out. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's not like your life is not over. Right. And it's like, it's, yeah, it's so exciting to hear for you because at the end of the day, and I say this a lot is like a a good coach is someone who helps you achieve your goal, not force like my goals onto you. You know what I mean? So it's like, if this is like how you feel and, and seeing these like successes that are coming in from your dedication and that discipline and that focus, you know, being really clear of like, okay, this is what I want to do. And it's until this point. And like you mentioned, like if anyone wants to come in, you know, go for a walk, I'm going to be walking at this time. So come for a walk with me. Otherwise, like let's plan that catch up for this period of time. And and those that are close to you um, and that that love and care are going to understand that you know, you're working towards something that's, you know, bigger than yourself. Like this is this, you know, 
achievement that you want to work towards, like career progression or whatever it may be. It's like, I'm just going to do this for this acute period of time. If you're just, you know, palming people off forever and ever on end, maybe that's a different conversation. But it's like, yeah, it sounds to me like you're really just stepping into that complete power of yourself and that confidence to be like, I'm not having to do anything to people please anymore. I'm doing things that are both beneficial to myself, my health, my long-term goals, and we can still catch up on X, Y, and Z date. It's like something that like I didn't even mention to you about the other day. So lately, every Thursday, I go to my grandma's for lunch. Like, I feel like Eliza, I don't really see her. It's good to see her and stuff like that. She normally just has like roast chicken. So it's really easy. It's nothing out of my way. But I got there last Thursday and she's like, oh, no, having that, I'm just making toasties. And at first, I literally was just like, oh, my God, like, how am I going to like keep on top of this? Because I literally just straight away was like, Again, because obviously I was in that really good mindset last week where I was like, oh, my God, I like I just went to the gym and walked like I don't want to then eat bad or like eat somewhere that's not as like nutritious and then lose track of the day. But I'm like really happy because like obviously my grandma's not going to expect or not understand everything with me. But like I literally turned around to her and I was like, hey, can I make mine so then I can track it? And she wasn't like looking at me weirdly. She was like, yeah. And I was like, oh, like what cheese do you have? And she's like, oh, I have plastic. That's easier. And I'm just like, actually, yeah, it is. Yeah. And I feel like I've, I haven't had any, because I know like my dad or my mum like don't quite understand. So I didn't expect my grandma to understand that me tracking my food, especially when she's such a cook. But that really like melted my heart where she was like, yeah, yeah you can make yours, like make it how you want. That's so It wasn't sweet. like, why are you doing that? It was literally just like, yeah, go for it. And that I loved. I'm like, yeah, it was, did it fully hit that protein? Maybe not, but I still like, I just sat with my fitness pal and I just changed it a little bit, had a protein bar before work. So then it's still like everything worked. But I think that was a really good moment just to be like, instead of hiding from people that I'm in a deficit, I'm tracking, I'm fully just honest with it. And then people do just understand sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes people will be like, <laughs> why are you doing that? Yeah. Like I cop that so much lately when people are like, oh, why like you don't you don't need to lose weight and I'm like yeah well it's a fat loss phase like I'm choosing to do this and I'm doing it safe it's not like I'm doing it without being like supervised almost (laughs) like so many people are literally just like like oh like make sure like it's not heading down the certain path and I'm like it's really not like I feel like yeah I have you going through with me I'm doing like I'm eating enough and stuff like that so I think it's some people just need to like mind their business a little bit almost and look like I'm so over it it, it is hard it is hard like we've had I think I've had this conversation a lot about like projections from other people and I've experienced this actually recently within my life not specifically re- related around fitness because I went through something similar that you're talking about probably oh, when I first sort of got in around, probably around your age. I hate saying that. I hate going oh, around your age. I feel like I'm 500 years old or like condescending. I know that you know that <laughs> that's not how it's coming across, but I do remember it's like, oh, like, are you sure? And you don't need to do this. And it's like, I know I don't, I actually don't need to do anything. I can do whatever the hell I want. You know what I mean? It's my life. And I think like there's so much in on social media that's like, oh, be okay with yourself. And 
choosing to go in a fat loss phase doesn't mean that you don't love yourself. Like you said it yourself, like I'm fucking, I'm a bad bitch. Like I love myself. I love my body. Like I will rock it. I'll be at the photo shoot. I don't need to change. But how exciting is it to be able to make these changes and see like I put in this work, look what happened. Like how good is that? And then I think it's like understanding, like you mentioned, like, yeah, it's in a fat loss phase. So having this toasty with your, um, you know, Nana, maybe at maintenance or a growth phase, much, much easier to move some things around and, you know, just have whatever she had there and use different strategies. But you have a time sensitive goal. We're about, you know, four weeks, I think it is away from this photo shoot. So it's like this time sensitive goal, these, this level of commitment that I've said I want to do. And, and I don't want to, I don't want to compromise having this meal with you. Um, but it's also like, we're just connecting over the food and the socializing. It doesn't necessarily need to be this, you know, what I'm eating affects you or vice versa. And it's like, okay, I, I actually want to have this high level of commitment during this acute period of time, but then, you know, removing some of those strict and rigid, not strict and rigid isn't the right word, but in a fat loss phase, it is not sustainable to continue to operate like that. If we just continue to lose fat, we'd end up dead, right? Like we need to, we need to sustain ourselves and there's, there's periods of time for different things, but it's like, you know, tracking people view it as a very negative thing. And there is definitely, you know, um, re- like relevant causes for concern, I think, with some of that sort of stuff, you know, going down a certain path. But when you're utilizing it as a tool to empower yourself and make decisions, it's very different. And I know that I wouldn't have myself like now the the freedom that I have when it comes to food or going to social settings or having this. I wouldn't have been able to develop that without learning the data behind it. So, you know, you doing these things, like it's not to say that you're going to track and trace absolutely everything under a microscope until you're old and gray in a nursing home, but it's like, it's a useful tool at different times of your life. Yeah. I feel like it's ensuring I'm eating enough. Cause I think during the end half of the year, like, uh, like obviously a lot of things happened and I was struggling eating. So it's like, first of all, I know I'm eating enough and it's like, yeah, I know like I'm a lot more like I look at something I know how many calories are roughly in it but I'm like but I'm also feel no shame if I wanted to go to Macca's and get some nuggets I would good like I'm not gonna look at them being like oh like there's this many calories blah blah blah. like I I don't care when it comes to things like that so like just because I'm more knowledgeable now doesn't mean like I'm not gonna eat food like that like I'll happily go to Macca's and get some nuggets even if I'm like oh that's like this many calories like oh watch out like no I'm not phased by it I think that's why it's like that healthy balance you took the words out of my mouth it's like it's not a I'm fearful of foods and I can't have this and I have these crazy rules of like if it's this amount of calories I'm not allowed to have it it's like it's a healthy relationship that you've developed with actually calculating these things to give you the knowledge and understanding of like, yeah, I am ticking the box. I am eating enough to fuel myself, to sustain what I need to, to see those results. And we know that, you know, we saw a standstill with some measurements and scales and things during that period of time where, you know, it was struggling to get that food in for, for those reasons. And then shifting into like, okay, this is how I can actually execute on this. I feel really good. I lift good. Like life's good. I can, you know, there's no good and bad foods. Um, I just, you know, know what's more optimal, what's less optimal, what's going to help me hit my goals. And I'm going to be able to, you know, adjust these sometimes foods a little bit more freely when I hit my maintenance phase of consolidating this hard work that I've put in for this new body that I've created, which is fucking exciting. (laughs) So I love it. I love just thinking about things like that. 
Yeah. Like and anytime I'm like the end of like a workout phase, I'm so eager for a new program. I love that like feeling of like I get so excited every time to try out new things, learn new exercises where I'm like literally like you send me the workout, I'm like Googling like what it is because I'm like <laughs> I've never heard of this before. But then I'm like that looks so cool. I can't wait to try that. And I'm just like it just feels good to have that that like happiness towards training. Like now when people there's been times I literally go to the gym because I'm bored and people are like, why are you going to the gym when you're bored? And I was like, because to me it's fun. Like I've done some like training days with one of my friends who like he just does whatever. I've literally just gone to the gym, done some of his exercises just because I'm like, it's fun. It's giving me more confidence in the main part of the gym, but then it's also just like fun because I'm laughing because he can do a certain way and I get confident and then I realise I can't do that. <laughs> I'm like. We'll that get there. That just brings me the amount of times he's like, you could do this. And I literally am like stuck here. And he's like, move it. I'm like, I'm trying. You're like, I tried. Like, I'm not compromising my form. Let me tell you that much. <laughs> exactly. So it's, no. it's good to, yeah, not be like, oh, I have to train. It's like, oh, like, I'm so excited. Like, what time am I going to train today? Like, what am I doing? Like, the hype up if I'm not. But I'm also like, you're not saying that, like, I always want to train. Like, obviously, you have those days where you're, like, I literally, like, I have to go to the gym, but I don't, like, can't be bothered. Like, I'm tired, obviously, because of the deficit. But I'm, like, my mindset's, like, just put on cute outfit, get there, and then see how you go. And I remember there was one day where I was literally in the car park having a little cry over something, and I ended up pushing out some PBs when I got into the gym. And I was, like, I forced myself there even though I didn't want to and then I just used my emotions as my pre mixed in with pre (laughs) well and and that's it like you literally just said it there it's like you change from I have to train to I get to do this and it gets to be fun and like I get to see results and it doesn't always have to be the most perfect you know whatever day week whatever we're just not letting our emotions get in the way and we know okay this is what we're doing this is why we enjoy it we know once we're finished we're going to feel on that high and yeah, it's so exciting to see like that shift from like, oh, like how am I going to get it done to like, I can't fucking wait. You, you're not going to get me out of the gym. Like I'm going to live there and set up a tent. Literally people are like, are you still at the gym? And I was like, yeah, well, I've got to do my warm up. I've got to stretch. I've got my weights. I've got to do my cardio. And I'm like. Living my best life. Yeah. Because some people just think like you go in and train. It's like, no, I'm going to spend like 10 minutes, like warming up, 10 minutes stretching before I even get into my workout. And sometimes. I'll get distracted by like the smallest thing mid-work. I'm like, oh, it's been quite a few minutes since my last set. <laughs> Time to go again. <laughs> You're like, oh, okay. Nah. It, and like, look, that's it. Like if we kind of like sum up everything in terms of like just so many shifts in terms of training, in terms of nutrition, in terms of the way that you operate from fat loss phases into like the exciting stuff that we've got planned for the, we'll have to book in another call at the back end of your growth phase and and chat again. But it's like, all of these exciting things that have happened and all of the mindset shifts that you've you've created to get you these results. And I literally want to recap. You've lost 15 kilos in total since we began working together, 81 centimeters off your total body. Like 81 centimeters is huge. That's more than this bloody thing you got going on. And then 31 centimeters off your waist. Like that is incredible. And I think like you've put in this work, you've done the hard yards. And it's like, it's, it's now just the exciting beginning. Like, it's like, we've, you know, gotten to this point where it now becomes so much more fun. Like we get to go, okay, like we're doing this and we're doing that. And let's see what shapes that we can create here and all of those things. And I think 
I want to I want to ask you a couple of questions before we you know um, finish up our our convo and we could chat all day. We know that the vibes on, but it's like if we think about if you think back to when you first started or anyone that's listening to this that resonates with maybe where you began. What what advice would you give them from what you know now? What's the advice that you would give someone either wanting to get started or just to be where you are? I feel like it's not going too hard into it all at once. Like I said, I'm really into like the adjusting, like spend a few weeks just like getting on top of your water, then bring in the food and then bring in like the workouts because if you do like too much at once, it's very overwhelming almost and you learn so much about yourself too like I know even in this deficit right now I'm like I track my food one day and this is what happened yesterday I was like actually this food wasn't like it didn't keep me going I was still hungry so it's like okay I'm gonna change whatever like something clearly didn't work yesterday so then today I'm gonna change it so you just learn like what foods work for you like what like anything like what works for you what doesn't so like even though you can be like two years in and like doing well I still have my days where I'm like I am so hungry it's like okay like what could have I have added today to maybe like change how there's like expect hunger during deficit but obviously they get to a certain point where you don't want to be like neglecting your body either yeah so yeah I think it's just slowing it down people want results as soon as possible when you've just got to like take a moment and let it come to you. I love that. And it like, it is, it's so, it is so true. Like we, the nature of the the lives and stuff that we live now and technology at our fingertips, everyone wants something instant. Like we want that instant gratification. We want to, you know, get the results straight away. And like you said, you know, it does, it takes like compounding things over time. So it's like compound interest. It's the same thing, your money in your bank accumulating that interest. And then, you know, that, that money now accumulates interest on that new amount and that new amount and our results are the same. It's like, if we keep trying to rush everything, you can't just smack out results and then return to your own life, your old lifestyle without making any, you know, lifestyle habit changes. Cause then you're just going to go ahead and have the results that you had before. It's like changing your lifestyle over time. And yeah, like these results that we mentioned before, the 31 centimeters off your waist didn't just happen overnight. Like this is an accumulation of a long period of time. I'm like keen to, I'll have to put it in the like caption when I pop this up on socials or um, the, like the little dialogue in terms of like what your deficit is this time around compared to last time. Cause a lot of these results have really come through in this like last little period. And it's, that's it. People kind of give up too quickly because they want something straight away and um yeah I, I love that that advice is enough I'm, I'm not going to ramble on you said it perfectly <laughs> I don't know I feel like last episode I maybe lost like that one to two kilos I mean the whole deficit where I feel like I've done like one within one week and I'm like I still have the capacity to do like another like goal is another two kilos within that so I'm like that just shows yeah last time to this time even though there's probably only like four five months in between this so much can change and that's it so much can change but it doesn't just happen without you actually taking that intentional step you know and having that guidance and support and making sure that you know you're not second guessing everything yourself like you mentioned you can bounce things off other people um but yeah I love it this chat's been awesome I was just like we could keep going on for ages I reckon we book in another time for after the growth phase I'm keen to hear anyone's questions or thoughts we could keep talking on it for for days I'm so excited I'm going to see you again in like 
I know I'm seeing you now and we see each other and communicate, but it's nice to see in the person in, is it four weeks? It's four, it's exactly four weeks from tomorrow's date. I think like, as in, sorry, one month from tomorrow, four weeks from this Saturday. Is that right? I think it is. I think so. Yeah. I'm so excited. I love, like I miss everyone. I think there's some of the girls I've been talking on Instagram who are going to be in the shoot that I didn't meet last time. I'm just like, hey, like, I'm so excited to see everyone and then finally train with you because yes, you probably make me cry. (laughs) (laughs) I won't be brutal. I won't be brutal. Maybe. (laughs) Maybe. We'll see. Um, 5 a.m. session. (laughs) I'm only joking. (laughs) I'm only kidding. I'm only kidding. All right. We'll have like a few drinks out and then end up at the gym or something. Yeah, we're like, all right, we had our pre-workout. Now we'll go here. No, it's it's going to be such a fun day, and yeah, like, and that's it. There's a few other goals that yeah weren't um involved last time, and um, yeah, it's it's so exciting to bring everyone together. But we'll have to maybe we'll do a little live stream or something when we're all at the gym, um, going through our little training session. But either way, we'll wrap this one up. I will probably chat to you in about five minutes, I reckon. And um, we'll go from there, but thank you so much. And yeah, anyone that's listening or watching or whatever, please feel free to share this. Um, you know, if you think this is going to be helpful to anyone else, um, but also let us know what you loved listening to and yeah, show Bianca some love. <laughs> All right. Ciao for now. Love. <laughs> Bye. Thank you for listening to the You But More Powerful podcast. If you're determined to continue to expand and grow and reach heights you never thought were possible, you'll want to make sure you're subscribed so you'll never miss out on a single episode. If you loved today's, I would absolutely love your feedback and to see you tag at you but more powerful underscore podcast on Instagram. See you guys in the next episode.